Now, we learned over the weekend that Nana Nungla Fijo passed away, aged 91, um, perhaps best known for being the member of the Stolen Generations mentioned in Kevin Rudd's apology speech in 2008. Um, she was much loved here in the Northern Territory and around the nation, and her son and Darwin identity, Richard Fijo, shared the news on social media late last night, or late uh, on Saturday night it was, um, which said, rest in peace, Mum, I'll always carry you with me. Now, um, Nana Nungla Fijo's uh, daughter, Christine Fijo King, joins me on the line right now. Good morning to you, Christine. Good morning. Firstly, I want to say I am so sorry for your loss, and I know that all of the Territory is thinking of you and your family at this point. Thank you. Um, Christine, can you tell us a little bit about your mum? Yes, actually. I'm actually working on her um, eulogy at the moment. And so I've had cause to reflect on um, on mum's life. And it's things like, um, apart from being um, part of the stolen generation, um, I've been focusing more on what it was like growing up as her daughter. And the things that um, she worked on um, that led to the awards that she won. So um, um, I guess Kevin Rudd has told the story of her being um, taken from her family very well. But um, one of the things that not many people know is that mum never never ever learned to drive a car. And so um, my dad is the one that used to drive us around and then my sister would take her out to the community as my older sister. Yeah. And a, a part of our lives growing up was music. Um, my father and all of his brothers played musical instruments and my mother played the mouth organ and she could make it sing. And um, we grew up with this every weekend with this music and it was lovely, a lovely way to grow up. My parents um, um, were heavily involved in the foot, Aussie rules and rugby yep. and we would wake up with boys everywhere asleep on the lounge and they would come. Some would just go the next uh, day. Some would stay over a couple of days and my mother and father would feed them and house them and talk to them if need be and then send them home to their parents. And they, uh, my mother just loved children. Mm. She loved spending time with families. And these were not just Aboriginal kids. Um, there were Aboriginal kids. There were Italian kids. There were um, uh, a couple of French kids. Um, they were from all over the world. And so um, mum would and dad would welcome them into our home. And I was just reflecting on my mother's work life because she worked all of her life. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, from when we were little, my sister, my older sister and I remember being pushed from Stuart Park into town because mum cleaned the old primary school and the old high school yep. that used to be there um, where the old, um, where the current post office is. And so um, she would clean the school. And then when Nightcliff Primary School opened, she was a cleaner at Nightcliff High School. And then she moved to work at the old Darwin Hospital in town. And then she moved to Casuarina Hospital where she worked. And then Professor Matthews from um, uh, Menzies School of Health Research um, was trying to get someone to work with him on um, educational materials for our communities. And so he asked mum to work as an Aboriginal health worker with him. And she worked on um, some of the projects that she worked on were around chlamydia, um, 
HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then um, into the um, Strong and Strong Baby, Strong Culture program. And she used to always practice everything on us kids and our children later. Yep. And so we grew up being very aware of all these health things. She was an incredible woman and, um, and you know, I think that very often we as members of the public, um, when we, you know, when we hear of the passing of, of somebody so incredible and so prominent, um, we very often look to those, you know, to those different awards. I know that she was one of the first recipients of the Chief Minister's uh, Women's Achievement Award in 1998 and she also obviously gave that very important message to the then PM, Kevin Rudd. Um, but, you know, from what you've just told us this morning, the most important thing that she was was your mum that's right and she you, was yeah and it sounds like she was an incredible one yes she was um we we um we had so much uh, fun growing up we like i said we had music uh, every weekend um um uh, of course she was always working um but she always made us important in her life and not just us but um, her brothers and sisters, like we used to drive from Darwin to Alice Springs every year and Dad would do all the driving. And that was to visit my mum's sisters in Alice Springs and um, her really good friends from the mission, mm. um, the Bray family. And, um, you know, all of, all of these things uh, were part of our lives, all getting in the car and travelling. And then she found out that her youngest brother um, uh, was in Elliot with his family and I remember when he came up and uh, mum and us kids went to the beach with him and he'd never seen the sea. And we and mum was telling him about the sea and she couldn't explain. Mm-hmm. So we, we took him down to the beach and it was the first time he'd seen the sea and he went to take a drink because from the desert, you know, <laughs> you, you drink the water. Yeah. And then he saw a wave coming in and it scared him and he ran up the beach going, what's happening, what's <laughs> happening? Um, so, you know, and from that time, we never lost contact and we, and my mother loved her family. And so we learned to, and came to love her brothers and sisters and and her friends, um, her family from the mission, they all got together, Mm. um, the Croker Island mission, and they were like brothers and sisters to her as well. So, you know, we had this massive extended network of family and other kin um, that were there for us. Christine, it's beautiful to hear some of those memories. And I know that, as I said, I know your mum uh, means so much to the Northern Territory community. And obviously, um, she means so much to, to you guys and to your whole family. What do you think your mum's greatest legacy will be? I think her greatest legacy is her children and her grandchildren um, because she taught us to have the same ethics as she did, to have the same beliefs in being kind and generous and helping those around us. And the expectation, my mother was always very proud of being a Warramungu woman, so proud of it. And she would always say to us, you do all this work for the Larrakia people, for your father's people, but don't forget my people. I'm a proud Warramungu woman. And so that's the legacy that she's given us is pride in our heritage, pride in our family, but the knowledge that that pride comes with responsibilities of care and love and, and um, capacity to help wherever we can. And that's a wonderful legacy. 
Christine, I really appreciate your time this morning. It's been beautiful um, to hear those words about your mum. Thank you so very much for speaking with us today. You're very welcome. Thank Thank you. you.